What's up, guys? We're back again. Attention deficit order. Season 16, episode 19. Whew. Yeah, guys, we're here. How's it going? Only physically. Woo! Yeah, I think I smoke too much sativa. Hold on. Words that have never been spoken by Chris before, folks. My 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 heart is racing. <sighs> All right, and I'm having pulsing sensations in my hand. What does that mean? Mm, that means your heart's about to explode. Really? Damn it! Oh well, we're back, guys. Yeah, as long as Chris heart Chris's heart lasts, we're we're here. Yeah, we're here, guys. We're here. Attention episode order. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'm alright. Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, season 16, episode 19. Can you believe that? It's insane, man. That's insane. Just insane. Woo! I have to take deep breaths. There we go. Move. Man. Yeah, I took like three big uh, sativa dabs right before this. And uh, I shouldn't have, I should have only taken one. Oh well. Shit happens, guys. But I'm good. We're back. Yeah. Woo! Attention deficit order. Season 16, episode 19. Uh. Yeah, we're here. You're Woo! <laughs> what's up? With, what's up with uh? Oh, also, special guests are coming. I don't know if they're here yet. Well, one of them. I don't know. I don't know about the other one, but they're coming. The big open question. Um. Yeah. Um, let's just, uh, introduce, I guess, the first one now, just to get him out of the way here, because, uh, you know, he's classic. Uh, and he's here to talk about, well, you'll see. Oh, here we go. (laughs) You'll see, you'll see, guys, you'll see. You didn't know that I was coming back, did you? Not, not Batfleck. Batfleck's dead, man. Did you hear? It's me, Batman. Yeah. Whew. I had to run in here from my. Uh, I'm double parked out there with my uh, uh, Batmobiles. You know what I'm saying? You weren't Batfleck, but you still have the list. And why are you using the uh, 89 uh, Batman thing? Uh, you know, I just like that one better. It's, uh, it just goes, it flows, you know, a lot better with, uh, with you know, 
What's that what I'm doing in my life right now? Uh, you know, he's chilling out in the Batcave. This is my first time out of the Batcave in a while, guys. No one's, uh, been, uh, doing anything. Everyone's been protesting. Everything's way too PC right now. So, uh, no one wants the Batman. Until now. Yeah. So do we know who new Batman's gonna be? It's me! What the f- Oh, it is you. Okay. Okay. I didn't know that. Did you know that? I didn't. It's me, guys. It's me. Uh, yeah, it's me, the, uh, the original Batman. I'm coming back. Um, I already signed the contract, so you don't have to look for anyone else. But we already had you as Batman. Uh, I'm just, I'm still coming back, man. I'm coming back. Batman! Come on! You know what's up. You like Batman, he's your buddy, he's your friend. He just goes, uh, hey, come on! I'm just excited about the news, man, 2021. Uh, June 1st, uh, we're gonna have a rogues gallery. Oh. Speaking of rogues gallery, Batman. Speaking of rogues gallery, I think someone's here to see you here. Who's this? Oh my god, no. Not again. That is right! It is me! Your friend, Bane, yes. Bane, what are you doing here? This is my spotlight. But there will be a rogues gallery, and I will be part of it, and Gotham will be part of my reckoning. Once again, yes, Batman. Come on, what's he doing here, guys? I don't know, man. I didn't get him here first. Uh, did you, did you book him, Skip? Did you book Bane? No, I think he just uh, follows Batman on Twitter and <laughs> saw he was going to be here. That is right. I followed you on Twitter at, uh, what is your name? At Batwing1. Is that, that is very clever, Batman, on Twitter. Mine is uh, the ruler of Gotham. Hashtag, yes, I will kill and break your back again, Batman. Yes. <laughs> and... You will know what it is like for Gotham to have its reckoning. Come on! You already broke my back once. And it hurt a lot. I didn't like it at all. Uh, it wasn't fun at all, guys. I'm just here to promote a movie. And you bring this guy over here hurting my feelings. Ha ha ha! That is right! Hurting your little feelings, Batman! You will not live again in the movies. I will be the one to stop you. Yes. What? Wow, dude. What's going on here? Do you see this? Uh, do you want them arguing? What's going on? I'm just having fun watching it. You know it what's happening? You know what's happening to me? It is going, hey, I'm just like... I am a Ben, just hanging out here, and I'm going, hey, where is Batman? And Batman is over here at the Tenton Deficit Auto Podcast. Yes, that's right. I'm just hanging out here, trying to be friends with these guys. And you come over here, and just start picking on me. 
Yeah, get the shark! Because what Batman. I will beat you once again, Batman. Yes. Once again! Your back will be broken, yes, by new directors and new people. There will be new bands, but they will not be better than this one. Not even close, my friend. What are you even saying? I can't even understand you. Can you understand him? Uh, you know, they're both a little garbled. Um, I think it's the masks and uh, whatnot. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's true. That mask is a little, uh, what is it? What's it? Constrictive? <clears throat> yeah. What, the, what are you saying about my masks? It is constrictive? 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 My mask is not constrictive. It is a breathing apparatus that I have invented. But it's far superior than anything that you have come up with, Sorry, dude. Sorry. Jesus Christ, man. I have no idea what's going on with these guys. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ugh. they either need to start making out or they start... I, I don't know, man. I don't know. They just need to get out of here. Well, come on, guys. I just want to hang out for a little bit longer. And I just wanted to tell you, I am the new Batman. Don't look any further, my friends. Ha! The new Batman? <laughs> I already killed you, Batman. You're uh, inferior to any new Batman that is coming out. Yeah. Would that be correct? He's inferior to all the new Batmans? Right? Wow. The current Batman is inferior to previous Batman? I think so. Yes, that is right, my friend. You're inferior to the proper Batman. Yes! You will never be Batman! Ever, Ever! What is me just yelling at you? You know, just me. Letting out a steam on you, Batman. Come on, Bane! Just be nice! Come on! Alright, guys. Just get the fuck out of here and just chill out. Go over there in the corner. <clears throat> yeah, we need to give them both Hang some out. ecstasy and they just need to get it out of their system. Hang out and just chill. Okay? Okay. All right, they're out of here. Wow. Okay. Wow. No, okay. See that calmed down my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bad. Okay. Woo. Kickstart my heart. Oh, there it goes. Wow. Okay, they're gone. I guess for now. Yeah, they turn up when you least expect them, though. <sighs> unfortunately. Hold on. Let's see. Okay, there we go. Man. <clears throat> but I still can't see straight right now. I'll tell you that much. Woo! Hey, drink some water. No, that's good. <clears throat> All right, so what's up? What do you got? Uh, did you get caught up in the uh, Xbox kerfuffle earlier today? Apparently, <sighs> there was a massive Xbox Live outage <clears throat> because of a software issue. Uh, no, I was working. Okay. Yeah, I saw all the nerds getting mad on Facebook and uh, Twitter and stuff. Oh, yeah. I saw that. <clears throat> I think that's cool. <clears throat> what happened with them? Mm, well, it was just a software issue. So um, once they figured it out, they kind of 
updated it and everything appears to be working now. Was it a hack? No. Mm-mm. At least not according to Xbox. They didn't mention one. It was a Russian attack. <laughs> yeah. The Russians attacked Xbox. Because that's what they want to do. That's what happened, guys. The Russians attacked it. Oh, man. So, <laughs> yeah, about the new uh, 20... It's going to come out June 21st, 2021, I guess. That's what Batman was saying. Uh, for the new Batman movie. Uh, I was going to play DMX on that um, crowd, but it has such bad audio. It only comes out on one side because he just got out of prison like last week. I forgot to play it. Let's see. It only comes out of your left ear. I'll play it anyway. It's always funny. Okay, here we go. It's some scary shit, nigga. It's some scary shit. It's some scary shit. Whoa, 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 whoa. It Funny thing about this, sorry about the bad audio, it's just always funny. Um, <laughs> here, hold on, let me share the screen. Is he riding a roller coaster? What? I said, is he riding a roller coaster? Uh, no, he's on a slingshot. Okay, where is share screen? Conversations. Share screen. Okay. Now you see it? Here we go. I'll show you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Plug your ears. I'm at half level. It's some scary shit. It's some scary shit. It's some scary shit. It's some scary shit. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa. It ain't nothing. What? Get it. It ain't nothing. It ain't nothing. The front of his shirt gets so sweaty, it's hilarious. I never noticed it before until now. He starts sweating like a motherfucker. They're all that good, right? Did you too? Right, 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 right. There you go, there you go. 
There you go. There you go. <laughs> I wasn't scared. You were scared. There you go. There you go. I'll smoke a joint for real, though. Eight man on rides with him. <laughs> I want to smoke a joint for real, though. <laughs> it's just eight man. Yeah. Like, what? 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 Oh, man. Oh, whoops. Checking to see if it's still recording. Okay, it is. Yeah, it looks good on my end this time, too. Okay. Oh, there was a crow funeral in my backyard. I found a big dead crow. No, oh, yeah. Blood. I threw it in the bushes with a shovel. And then the next day, there's a bunch of crows around him with a. Uh, 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 was just squawking. So hmm. they're no, they're known to have funerals for the dead, and they're known to fuck the dead. Oh, uh, that's a new fact about crows. But they <laughs> did have a. Uh, there was like there was blood. I don't know. Maybe you ran to the house or something. It was a huge crow, a big ass fucking crow. Oh, most of them are, yeah. Because there's no predators. <laughs> yeah. It just threw. Uh, yeah, I threw them in the bushes, and then. The next day, there's like eight or nine crows up in the tree in the backyard, like squawking. They were all squawking. You know, I'm willing to bet animals are way more cognizant of death and whatnot than humans have been able to discover. Well, crows are known to have funerals for uh, if they see other dead crows. Yeah, they're incredibly smart. They can learn to, uh, what you call it, they they learn learn words. They're like as smart as a four-year-old. Yeah. Yeah, I always say what's up to him when I see him outside. Because like, they remember me. They say what's up back and you're going to fall out of your seat. Well, no, they'll remember me and so they don't fuck with me if I don't fuck with them, you know? You know, they, they fuck with people that fuck with them. So I just let him be. I was like, hey, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they're all over the place, everywhere, all the time. But yeah, it was weird. It's like, oh. And then I read that they do. And then I read that they fuck the dead. Then I read... Nah, that's about it. The murder of Chris. <laughs> For, it was weird. I'd never seen anything like that. Have you seen a crow funeral? Mm-mm. No, that's not on my radar at all. Okay, speaking of crow funerals, here we go. I am the night. I am the night. Directors by Patty Jenkins and starring Chris Pine. And uh, I was going to do another one first, but I'm doing this one now. Yes, I am the knight. It's about the uh, invention of the woolly bully. No, it's about... (laughs) It's about uh, the... um, Goddamn... The uh, uh, the Black Dahlia murders. Oh, really? Yeah, Black Dahlia murders. Starring Chris Pine. 
Okay, I'll put it right here. What is it again? Oh. I am the night. I am the night. I always think of Batman when that happens. Yeah. Or Batman when that happens. You know? I would uh, too, yeah. Okay, let's see. Inspired by true events, I Am the Night tells the gripping story of Fiona Hodel, India, uh, a teenage girl who is given away at birth, grows up outside of Reno, Nevada, uh, lives more or less comfortably with mysterious of her origin. Uh, this is like the first episode. Uh, until one day she makes a discovery, leads her to questioning everything. She begins to investigate the secrets of her past. She meets uh, she meets Chris Pine, a, like a fucked up druggy reporter, haunted by the case that undid him together. Uh, he's like an ex-military guy. <clears throat> together they follow a sinister trail that swirls ever closer to the infamous Los Angeles gynecologist Dr. George Hodel. Her adoptive, her real father, because she was adopted. A man involved in some of Hollywood's darkest debauchery, possibly its most infamous unsolved crime. So he'd probably have huge sex parties and all this weird shit, you know, and then he'd probably eat, cut people up too, you know, have like cannibal parties or like weird stuff. That's what it looked like. That looked crazy. Cannibal parties. Well, I don't know. I'm just going by what they'd say. Yeah, it's cra- it's crazy. Let's see. Uh, so she lived to 1951 to 2017. Uh, from Patty Hades' baby, uh, whatever. Director Patty Jenkins worked with Christopher Pine. In Wonder Woman in 2017. Okay, so... What else? So, it's about her and the... um, So, what you know about the Black Dahlia murders... Is that the bodies were left... Out in the open... uh, With all the blood missing. So, they were bled out somewhere else... And then dropped uh, at that location. Right? Or were they bled out at that location? I don't remember all the details. Was it the other way? I remember there was no blood in the bodies. Um, yeah. I think there was no blood in the bodies. They were decapitated or cut up into pieces. Could be completely wrong. I don't know. Am I right? Like the... Um, what was the first one? Black Dahlia's got... Yeah. It's a pretty good show. Pretty, pretty... It's pretty good. It just came out. It was weird because they put out, like, they're, oh, a sneak peek at the Black Dahlia murders on Sunday night. Like, oh, it's going to be a behind-the-scenes thing. Nope, it's the whole fucking pilot episode. And then they're like, okay, now the pilot's going to premiere Monday. Like, what? Makes no sense. I don't know. It was for those that were in the know. 
I guess, right? Uh, let's see. <laughs> there we go. Some Beach Boys. Your friend, the Beach Boys. Okay, it's okay. This is starring Chris Pine, India Elsley, Jeffrey Mays as George Hodel. Uh, let's see. Dylan Smith as Shep. Uh, Shakiqua. Or Shakinwa Shadida as Tina. <laughs> Golden Brooks as Jimmy Lee. I know this one guy. Jay Paulson's as Oris. Uh, let's see. I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be. So this is their theory about the Black Dahlia murders? Or is this what happened? Or is this. Aren't the Black Dahlia murders not solved? No, they're unsolved. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So this would be a theory. So this is their theory of what they think happened. Like it was killed. They were killed at a party. Cut up. And that was it. And put away. Drained their blood at the party. And then dumped the body. Right? That's what I think they were doing. That's my theory now. They're cutting up uh, women and draining their bodies of blood. Like travelers that came to L.A. You know, all everyone, everyone was coming to L.A. Like, oh my God, I'm going to make it big in L.A. 18-year-old, fresh 18-year-old chick off the bus. Mm-hmm. Hey, come over here with me. Let's go to a party. Bam, shoot her up with heroin. Or, you know, drug or drink or whatever. Bam, drain her blood, right? Easy. In the 50s, or when was it happening? 40s? When did this say it is? 50s? Uh, 47. Okay, right. 47? Yeah, 1947. Okay, right after World War II? Yeah. A couple of years. Right? So it was just all Nazi experiments on chicks. They're just cutting people up, cutting them in half. You know, a lot of Nazi defectors, right, came over to California to party. Right? Come on. Could have been Nazis. Uh, I was reading an article about this not too long ago that um, there was a surgeon um, who lived in the area and was known to be a bit of a sociopath. And I think he's supposed to be the guy. Yeah, there's supposed to be a surgeon who used to give women abortions. Yes, that's that guy. Yeah, back way back when in the basement of his house. And they think that he would he accidentally killed these people and threw them out. Yeah, not accidentally though. No, he he'd kill him. He'd probably give birth to him, kill him, sell the baby or kill the baby, eat it. 
experiment on it, do whatever. And then, um, you know, it's easy to drain somebody of blood when they're giving birth. It's clean, right? So, bye-bye. So, they, so he, he sliced their arteries while they were uh, giving birth. C- kept the baby. Cooked it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right? Dark. <clears throat> well, it was the 40s, man. People were tripping out. It's probably high on experimental um, heroin mm-hmm. or lithium, whatever the fuck they were on. He's just like, eh, he's a doctor. He's probably huffing. Right. Uh, I'm doing all of the ether. Yeah, he's just huffing ether. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. It's like, I need a prescription for more pills. You know, taking speed pills. You know, everything. Mm-hmm. So I could see somebody doing that shit. And, and they don't have a phone to keep them busy. So... <laughs> If they just had a phone, there'd be less serial killers. Are there less serial killers because there's more cell phones? I don't know. Is there a correlation? Maybe. But. But. Hmm? But. (laughs) What? What? No, I don't know. I don't know much about Black Dolly at all. I mean, I read about the surgeon guy, but. It's like uh, Jack the Ripper. It's one of those, I don't know. Could be anybody's. Well, Jack the Ripper was uh, a doctor probably again. Yeah, I mean, that's the the most likely suspect is he was like a surgeon for the royal family. He was a mason and, yeah, I forget his name. But anyway, it's the same idea. It's one of these unsolved mysteries that... Probably never will be. Yeah, it makes sense that he was a higher up. That's how he could escape. Mm-hmm. It's like, bye-bye, I'm going to the higher ups. That's right. Yeah, I'm going to go back to my socialite fucking lifestyle. Yeah, he'd come down to the ghetto, kill somebody, and leave. Yep. And be like, ah, I'm Jack the Ripper. And how many people did he kill? Like 12? I don't know. Five. Five? But he <clears throat> mutilated him. Yeah. Like, it was the way in which he did it. And then also taunting, you know, the police and the, uh... What's the other one? <clears throat> yeah. That's yeah. right. Okay, okay. That guy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So is that this... So, it should be good. I'm looking forward to more episodes of I Am The Night. What do I rate this fucking thing? I Am The Night. Three out of five ear holes. Three out of five eye holes. Um, Three out of five shitty cops. Or three out of five... um, what is it? Sh- not shitty cops. Uh, what else happened in this fucking thing? I don't know. That's about it. Just shitty cops. Bad mothers. Shitty cops. Uh, perverted fathers. <laughs> hmm. 
Who cut up bodies. Uh, yeah. Perverted body cutting up fathers. I guess I'll give it that. Okay, speaking of which... Okay, I am the knight. Here we go, the next one I want to do. Might as well do them back to back. Because, uh... Here we go. Oh, whoops. Oh, whoops, sorry. Sorry, guys. Uh, It's Tracks of My Tears. No. So, the next show... Unless you have something real quick. Nope. That's okay. Go for it. Okay, fine. Uh, the Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> uh, the Ted Bundy tapes, guys. Now, what did you think? Have you seen any of those yet? No, I just saw Netflix releasing Don't Think Ted Bundy's Hot. <laughs> what? They everyone was focused on how hot Ted Bundy was because you know they cast Zach Efron and I guess Ted Bundy is reasonably attractive. Um, so or, yeah, Ted Bundy was. Um, there we go. Yeah, the Ted Bundy tapes, the Dead Bundy tapes. That's what you be called now, the Dead Bundy tapes. Four episodes of a man talking into a primitive tape recorder. What's a tape recorder? It's a small little cassette player. What's a cassette player? It's something we used to listen to music on. Portably. After vinyl. Because we can't carry around a record player on our hips. Right? Correct. Okay, so... Conversations with a killer. The Ted Kaczynski tapes. Or Ted Bundy tapes. <laughs> Ted Bundy tapes. One of them Ted that killed Same people. difference. Well, not difference, but... So, yeah, Ted Bundy. Crazy. Weird. Yeah, I can see, yeah, Zac Efron looks like Ted Bundy after watching him in these tapes. Uh... So, what he did, Ted Bundy, he was killing people in the Seattle area, right? Six people, six women. You know, strangled them or stabbed them or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was wanted there. Um, then he, uh, after beating up people, after beating up the women, he, um, <clears throat> or like raping them or something. Like, he would take people in, like, brazen and, like, broad daylight three women recognize this man with a cask asking him to help to get help stuff out of his car you know because he'd make a fake cast on himself and so he'd knock him out with the cast and throw him into the car right that was his whole thing so he'd be like oh yeah my hands hurt and he's a cute guy so women be like oh totally so they'd go out into the parking lot where we're in bam and he would take him. And then he would leave one, and he grabbed two in one day. You know, he was just so ballsy. So he grabbed two girls in one day, 
Uh, he abducted a 12-year-old at one point and killed her. He killed... Um, Mike. In the show, he killed... In the show, he killed 36. No, 30. So he killed four in... Uh, no, six in Seattle. And I don't know. And then he escaped... He got he got busted in Seattle. He got pulled over, and he got like all of his stuff. Uh, he jumped out of a courtroom. Um, uh, what's it called? Window. Oh yeah. I when he, when he's when he's in the library, and then he he ran. He escaped for I think uh, fourteen days or something like that. Fourteen days. Bam. Got caught. Escaped again later. Out of a light fixture into an apartment. He lost like tons of weight to fit through this hole in the in the ceiling. Crawled out. Uh, was out for almost uh, two months. So in that time, I think he killed. He says it's in the three digits. It's like these are only, these are the only ones you know about. You know, like that type of stuff. So he's like, these are the only ones you know about. And he would never, on the tapes, he would never admit to doing the killings until they thought of a way for him to do it in third person. So they had him look at the killings as like a lawyer or an investigator and like say, like, what would this person do? So he would talk about the killings in third person. He would always be like, well, this person would have uh, obviously hit the woman, you know, multiple times in the head and, and would have enjoyed it, you know, from doing that, you know. And in court, he would have the, like, when he bludgeoned to death, I think one or two of, no, two of three, three survived, I think two survived. No, yeah, I forget. I think he, no, one of three. I think one died and three survived. He bludgeoned them to death or tried to when they were asleep. The sorority chicks. Mm-hmm. And from there, they got the bite mark that eventually got him busted because he bit the chick twice in the ass or something like that. The one he killed. But, uh, but he wanted the, the cop on the scene to describe the... the what he saw when he walked into the uh, cuz he 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 was his own lawyer if you know the history of Ted Bundy he had the cop describe the murder scene to him like he got off on it you know he's like so what did you see exactly in distinct detail he's like what did the girl's eyes look like when you lifted the sheet off of her head you know and stuff like that like Jesus, <laughs> he's weird, man. Strange guy. Uh, Ted Bundy, guys. Yeah, I mean that's that's describing him lightly. <clears throat> yeah, and this was released thirty years after his execution. So let's say, uh, or he was executed thirty years ago last week. So, huh. I vaguely remember Ted Bundy. You know, he was killing when we were children. 
You know, because he started his killing in 74 when I was born. And then finished off in about 89 was when he was killed. When he was sent to the electric chair. So he'd been one of those people, you know what I mean? Just like uh, for us, like Charles Manson. You know, in there like that, that type of stuff. I think the early, the earliest one would be um, what's his name? Uh, Dahmer, right? I think Dahmer is like our generation, right? For serial killers, Dahmer, as far as killing people when we're alive, I think it was Dahmer. Well, and Wayne Gacy and. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, so the, it was interesting. Because these are never before uh, heard tapes. And this is him just talking in third person about the murders. And about how he escaped. And and it goes step by step. Who he killed. How he killed them. Their names. Goes all the way through all the killings. Then it stacks up the pictures by the end of the documentary. And you're just like you're like Jesus Christ, because it's like oh right now it's at sixteen and by the end it's at thirty. It's like fuck, you know. And those are the ones we know about. Mm-hmm. He supposedly killed the hundreds, but you never know. Yeah, Wikipedia gives him thirty plus. Yeah, thirty plus. Yeah, I think he's one of the most prolific serial killers in American history. Right? He's just been, went from Seattle, escaped, took a bus across country, probably killed so many people when he went across country, right? Because he mm-hmm. knew he'd never be there again. Probably, probably killed multiple people in every state he went into, right? Probably 10 per state. And, so, and then he ended up in Florida... Is where he got caught eventually. Again, he got caught. And he wouldn't give his name out. And the, the he knew the jurisdiction. He knew they weren't, weren't talking to each other. So he had a little bit of time. But I think that was... I think he got busted and that was it there. For the murders of multiple people there in Florida. <laughs> I think it was the college girls... And the 12-year-old girl I think he killed in Florida. I think. I don't, I don't, I don't I can't remember. Huh. Oh, well. Yeah, dude. It's, it's a good documentary. It's, it's interesting, guys. Mm, it sounds like it. <clears throat> it's interesting. Um, oh, what was I going to rate it? Yeah, if you're into that stuff. Even if you aren't, the Ted Bundy tapes, I had two to five eye holes, uh, three to five ear holes, and three to five bludgeoned college chicks. Or um, jumped out windows. Is that better? Yeah, the, the new Zac Efron movie that's coming out 
I'm glad I saw this because it's going to be not even close to the way it is on the other one. Okay, so that's going to be called Extremely Wicked and Shockingly Evil and Vile. That's what the judge says to him. He's like, what you've done, son, is extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Hmm. So I pray for you, son. Okay. You should just murder the guy. trying to turn <laughs> uh. <coughs> alright so who's that who was that sorry uh, I know who this is but okay uh, that, that last song was a chunk song by the Bouncing Souls the Bouncing Souls are a Jersey punk band it's been around for a long time early 90s at least um, I, I've seen them Four or five times? I don't know. Um, anyway, the fucking fantastic live show. Um, solid fucking catalog. Go check them out. The Bouncing Souls. Are they bouncing? Oh, I was going to say uh, Dick Miller. Oh, Dick Miller of Gremlins fame died. And Terminator. He was in Terminator? Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think who he was in Terminator. Let's see. Let's think of who he was. The old guy from fucking Gremlins? Yeah, he's in Gremlins. Uh, (coughs) Oh, he was the pawn shop guy. That's right. Hey, you can't do that here. And he got his head shot off. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was a character actor. He was in a million things. Okay, let's play that scene. What, What would it be called? Terminator pawn shop? Yeah, I'd say so. Damn, his first credit's in 1955. And his last credit is in 2018. Here we go. Here's his famous scene, Terminator Gunshop. Classic. Uzi 9mm. The 12-gauge autoloader. 12-gauge autoloader. That's Italian. Oh, there he is. You can go pump or auto. Where's a gremlin? The 45 <laughs> long slide with laser siding. These are brand new. We just got them in. That's a good gun. You just touch the trigger, the beam comes on, and you put the red dot where you want the bullet to go. You can't miss. Anything else? Phased plasma rifle in the 40 watt range. <laughs> yeah, phased plasma rifle. <laughs> the Uzi 9 millimeter. There we go. Your weapons, buddy. 
Any one of these is ideal for home defense. <laughs> so, uh, which will it be? All. All. I may close early today. Let's leave the shells right there. Wait on handguns, but the rifles you can take right now. You can't do that. Oh. Oh, Dick Miller died. Blasted him. Yep, that's how he died. <laughs> Arnold kicked in the door to his his nursing home and just shot him in the chest. He's like wrong. He's like ah. Yeah, yeah. Famous Dick Miller scene. Uh, it's uh, I don't know the Gremlins one. Whatever. He gives a shit. Yeah, he's it. he's basically the drunk guy. <clears throat> what? Oh, and Gremlins. He's like ah. Yeah. There's no little weird monsters. You guys are silly. Yeah, that's a um what's it called? God damn it. That's something they'll never do again. No. Have a drunk dad. Well, they would, but only in a negative light. Never for comedic effect. No, yeah, it won't be like, oh yeah, it'll be we feel sorry for him. Yeah, his dad's a drunk. Yeah, so yeah, uh, Dick Miller. Dick Miller. 90. Damn. Wait, he was 90? Jesus. Okay, well, there you go. Guy stuck around for a long time. Yeah. Oh, well, later, Dick Miller. And yeah, so I guess Batman and uh, Bane left. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably for the best. I don't know. I, I think so. I don't know. Um, yeah, maybe Twilight Zone might be black and white. The new ones. Would that be weird? That'd be kind of neat if they did. <clears throat> I think uh, Jordan Peele might be keeping them black and white. Because his uh, he just put out a... Um, let's see. Okay, let's look at it. Jesus Christ. Let me just look at it. T-W-L-I. Z-O-N-E. Jordan Peele. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Here it is. Here's the trailer. Official teaser. You're traveling to another dimension. Dimension. Oops. Dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. Whoa, 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 what the fuck? Okay. Traveling to another dimension. Another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. A journey into a wondrous land. land. whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop... The Twilight Zone. Cool, but why does huh? why is Jordan Peele being the hype man for Rod Sterling? <laughs> yeah. Well, he's he's making the show. He's the he's the he's, he's the like, new guy. He's eating what Rod Sterling is saying instead of recording his own new intro. Dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. So, but of mind. Journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop, 
the Twilight Zone. Is that how it's gonna open up every time? You're traveling to another dimension. Another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. <laughs> but of mind. <laughs> that part's annoying. Right, here we go. Dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. A journey into a wondrous land. land. The boundaries. The twilight zone. That's the signpost up ahead. Your next stop. The twilight zone. Yeah, see, it doesn't sound good. Right? No. To another dimension. Dimension. If, if, a dimension not or... only of sight and sound, but of mind. But of mind. <laughs> that part right there is dumb. But of mind. But of mind. They sh they should have just re-recorded it. But of mind. Had Jordan Peele do the same basic intro, but tweak it. But of mind. Yeah. Now it now it's just weird. <laughs> what? I said it's weird. Uh. Well. You know. Okay. Speaking of. There we go. Perfect segue. Another one. Mm -hmm. We always have them. Mind. Oh, mind. <laughs> yeah. oh, mind. Here we go. Mind. Oh, mind. Serenity. Serenity. This just makes me think of Firefly. Of what? Firefly. Uh. What was this? What the, what the remix? Land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Does that remind you of it? Yeah. Okay, so Serenity. <laughs> oh man. I got that remix going sweet. So, Serenity, the weirdest movie you'll see, or I'll say strange, strangest movie you'll see this year, <coughs> one of, in, in the month of January, I'll say that, it's the strangest movie in the month of January, no, that yeah. I've seen. What happened to it? Serenity, it just disappeared on me, okay there it goes, Serenity. Starring. All right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Diane Lane, Jason Clark, Diamond Hunsu, Jeremy Strong. All right, has a huge cast, right? Oh, wow, this looks like a great movie. 
Okay, and Ralph Singh is Patrick. A captain, a fishing boat captain, juggles, juggles facing his mysterious past and finding himself ensnared in a rare, in a reality where nothing is what it seems. This movie is the biggest twist ending that no one saw coming. And I'll say it right there. I sort of saw something. I had hints of it, but. So, the movie itself. So, Matthew McConaughey is a guy, hangs out. <clears throat> He's a fishing boat captain, takes people out fishing. There's a, another big fish on his, uh, you know, like a, like a Moby Dick type thing. This huge fucking fish, like just enormous, mm-hmm. that he's tracking and wants to catch, right? That's mm-hmm. like his obsession his whole life. Right. His ex-wife comes back with an abusive husband that she wants him killed. So she wants him to take him out in the fishing boat, you know, knock him out, whatever. Push him into the yeah, water. Yeah, push him into the water. Whoopsies. Accidente. You know, so... So that's the whole plot of the movie, you know, and Matthew McConaughey's fucking people left and right. There's a lot of fucking... There's a lot of fucking in the movie, dude. It's like, all right, all right, all right. You want to fuck me? All right, all right. I haven't put my shirt on in 20 years. <laughs> all right, all right. So he's all right, all righting all over people's faces. And then, Uh-oh. and then, <laughs> but yeah, so he's, so he's doing this. And then Damon Huntsu doesn't want him to uh, commit the murder. He's like, hey, she's going to pay me $10 million to kill her husband, Cash. You know? And Damon Hunt's like, don't do it, man. Don't do it. You can't do it. And all of a while, there's a kid um, being abused by his father. Or no, being abused by their parents. Okay. Uh, being abused by our parents. Okay, I'm gonna spoil the movie. Here we go, guys. Spoil the movie. Spoil, 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 spoil. Serenity. If you want to go see this movie and not be spoiled, go away now. So the whole movie itself. So by the end of the movie, you find out there's a little kid whose parents are being abused. Um, and he's writing everything into a computer, and that computer is those people so they're all computer generated so wait it's a weird tron fucking uh what it's you call not it? no it's not tron it's just it's just it's just how it's acted out you know if you see it in real life it's not even they show a glimpse of it for a second in real life and it's not like you know detailed or anything but yeah it's just people and the abuse of the wife coincides with the abuse of her mom, his mom being beat up by her husband uh, and stuff like that. So, so you all find out they're a computer program, which is like, you're like, what? And it's a fishing game that they're on, Okay. That's why he's always going out fishing. That's why he's going out for the big fish. 
Yeah, it's a fishing game. That's why he's obsessed with it, because he's programmed to be. And I don't know why he puts the wife in there. Uh, yeah, it was weird. It was the kid acting out what he wants to do to the dad in this game. Right? He wants to take him out and kill him. Right? And protect his mom. Right? Was it, was, is that the whole thing? Not having seen it, that sounds like a reasonable... I think that's what they're doing. So th- this movie is batshit crazy, right? I was like, what? It sounds that way. On Plymouth Island, no one ever dies unless you break the rules. So there's some weird hints where there's a person like, I am the rules. And you'll see like little glitches here and there. People will say stuff and then not say it again. Like little, you'll catch them. Like, so there's huh. some foreshadowing, just a little bit. A little bit. You're like, huh, that was weird. They'll say something, but they, and then they're like, oh, what? Never say it again. They're like, huh. So yeah, the tagline, Plymouth Island, that's the name of the island they're on. No one ever gets off the island. No one ever goes. Just like a tropical island. Just people do like little shit every day. No one's ever bored. And they don't think twice about it. That they're it made five million dollars with a twenty-five million dollar budget. <laughs> Oopsies. Was it a wide release? Oh yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, Stephen Knight directed it. He also directed Lock, Eastern Promises, Peaky Blinders, uh, and. Law, uh, pretty dirty things, whatever. Taboo. I don't know. I like Peaky Blinders. <clears throat> that yeah. was well directed. Well, this isn't. Yeah. Well, this is just like oh. Yeah, he's done some good shit, man, but not this. I'm trying to think if it was directed well. Maybe it was directed well. He didn't write it. Oh no, he did write it. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Written by Stephen DeKnight. Written and directed by Stephen DeKnight. Okay. Well, that's all you did. He had a cra- some editing help. Well, he just had a crazy idea that didn't work. They're all in a video game. Isn't that hip now? It's like an old guy trying to be hip. He's like, yeah, they're all in a video game. It's like, stick to what you know. None of it's real. None it was of- all a dream. Yeah, um, it just didn't work. So I was sitting there, I was like, what? And I think everyone in the audience is like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, speaking of which, I need to check and see if my tickets are on sale for Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah. I saw you guys going on and on about that on Twitter. Yep. Alita Battle Angel... Nope, not yet. Yeah, I saw the, po- uh, the, I guess, the theatrical poster for that. It looks pretty cool. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to go see it in IMAX Sunday on the 17th, the day before President's Day. Are they going to have parades and shit? <clears throat> hmm. Totally. 
on for President's Day? Aren't they? I don't know. We're no, not. They don't usually have a uh, parade for President's Day. But it is, um, what's it called? God damn it. Uh, uh, hold on. Buying tickets. Here we go. It's pretty funny. Uh, uh, like the IMAX seat. I just zoom in. I click on the right seats right away. It's pretty funny that way. Oh, man. See, it's still on like this weird, not on sale yet. So, but I did get, thanks to, uh, podcast, uh, PC leftovers. <clears throat> Podcast leftovers. They're a podcast that's uh that they're pretty good. Isn't it? They pop do, culture they do a, yeah. Oh, pop culture leftovers. Sorry, guys. Yeah, get it right, man. Dude, I'm fucking stoned and tired. Sorry, pop culture leftovers. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're very in the know of like what's releasing and all that stuff. Also, so they're good to uh, listen to, and the, they're a three hour podcast. Oof. If you have time to listen to. Yeah, fellas, I, but, I, I'm just now catching up with podcasts from, like, the beginning of this month. So. Uh, well, yeah, if you have time, but, yeah, for truckers and stuff. But yeah. he dropped the uh, foxmovies.com link into our chat, so I went on there. I do have tickets to an early screening of Alita Battle Angel in and tomorrow night in San Francisco at 7 p.m. First come, first serve seats. I don't think I'm going to go. Yeah, that sounds brutal. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, that proves to me that those tickets are going to go on sale tomorrow morning at 6 a.m., most likely. Well, but, at least you'll be up. Yeah, I get up at 4, 4.30. <laughs> Fuck that. I'm, in, I'm at work by 6. <clears throat> Fuck that. So, <laughs> I'm an early riser. I'll get no, up on the that. weekends. I'll get up on the weekends and go out and buy myself a bagel. You know, like 6 in the morning. Get myself a um, a bacon and uh, egg and cheddar bagel. Like, oh yeah. And uh, I'm just used to waking up early. But I do go to bed by like 10 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> if we're playing video games at night, because that's about the only time I, I'm able to play, yeah, you start getting very quiet around 10.30. Yeah. I've ch- my schedule's completely flipped now. Now I rise early and not stay up that late. Yeah, according to Ben Franklin, uh, you're going to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. Oh, really? Yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, I'll go to bed like at 9 o'clock sometimes. 9, 9.30. Most nights, mostly. Mostly. See, and mostly. I'm the exact opposite. I will happily stay up till 2 in the morning and wake up at like, 10 10 30 that that would be my ideal yeah well that's the way my fucking body rhythm goes though like i can't i have to be incredibly sick or incredibly tired to go to bed before like 10 o'clock well yeah well yeah if you get your schedule like mine where you're waking up at four you know it's a pretty full day at (laughs) I'll wake up even without the alarm. That's a problem. If, yeah, if I made the switch, I would absolutely expect to be on autopilot like you're talking about. But 
Yeah, that's a problem. I I, have, I don't even use the. I set the alarm, but I wake up before it, usually. So whatever. Okay, what? Okay, serenity now. Serenity now and sanity later. That's just the Seinfeld. That's your favorite show. Uh, let's see. <laughs> yeah, totally my favorite. Where... <laughs> It's a show uh, about nothing. It sucked. Fucking hate Seinfeld. Let's see. Seinfeld. Um, not Seinfeld. I mean, Serenity. Serenity now. Serenity. Uh, uh, one out of five eye holes. No, two out of five eye holes. Two to five ear holes. And one out of five video game nerd kids or one out of five fucking McConaughey's. <laughs> It's like, all right, all right, all right. All right. Yeah, it's just, ugh. It's like, hey, what? You want to bang? Okay, let's do this. And, all right, here we go. The movie everyone's been waiting for. All right, what do you got? Uh, The state of Washington has introduced a bill that would ban dwarf tossing. Why? I don't know. That's like going to put all the midgets out of business. Exactly. Like every single dwarf in fucking Washington is going to be out of a job. So what else do they do? Uh, So apparently the legislation applies to contests or promotions involving adults shorter than four feet, ten inches. That's uh, human discrimination. I know, right? It's sizeism. Yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. So uh, apparently this guy, though, has never heard of dwarf tossing. <laughs> and uh, he was at a strip club. Yeah. And, uh, saw a dwarf tossing event and that decided him on, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> his latest fucking windmill. Tilt. Dude. Uh, we're not going to allow dwarf tossing anymore. <laughs> Why? That shit's hilarious. I know, right? Come on, man. Dwarf tossing is like, that's an American pastime. We need to get shirts that say, um, I promote dwarf tossing. Apple pie, Chevrolet, and fucking dwarf tossing. Yeah, that's an American pastime, man. Yeah, I I mean, it must have been invented here. Who else would fucking come up with that shit? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, Let's look it up. Where did dwarf tossing start? No, I think England... Europe, that's a European thing, like a European bar thing. Throw dwarves into like walls and shit. <laughs> uh, I could see that. Oh shit! No, you are absolutely wrong. It's American. It, it is a British. Uh, that's what I said. Like a British European. Comp- European. It was invented in Australia. Oh, well, bastard Europeans. Um. Okay, in Australia, that makes sense. Yeah. What would they do? Would they throw like multiple dwarves into walls or see how far? (laughs) They get an alligator, fucking tickle it so its mouth opens, and then try and toss the dwarf in its mouth. Yeah, I bet you. There's probably something fucked up like that, right? Watch me. I'm going to throw this dwarf at this fucking cow's horns. I'm going to see if I can stick the dwarf. But how did that, think about how that became, like, when did it start? What year was the first? Uh, so this is, this may be apocryphal, but early 80s. 
and I, I've literally would have thought that this would have been something that like Vikings would have done during the winter yeah. when they were bored. Yeah, I think it started way before that. <laughs> yeah, like I'm willing to bet that like way back in like 1000 AD, fucking or BC or CE, whatever. Um, that you know, some bored Viking was like, "Hey, you're a little person. You're like an adult, but tiny. I'm gonna try and throw you." And it just became a game. Well, or they wouldn't even be that far. They'd probably kill him before that. That could be right, yeah, because everyone was worried about like uh, survival of the fittest, really. And they didn't want to pass that gene on, so they would just kill you. Right. I'd be like, eh, we don't want somebody small and puny. Poof. Like, oh. Maybe the Vikings just threw kids, and then that eventually became dwarf tossing. Maybe, yeah. Or dwarf tossing was invented when they'd throw the dwarves into the pits just to die with all the other little mutated kids that would be born. Yeah. And I could see that. They just throw them in. Throw them into the mutated pits. Right. <clears throat> oh, man. Um, okay, what do you got? Uh, besides dwarf tossing... Um, oh, actually, this sounds interesting to me. Uh, so Amazon is creating a new animated series... Um, this is based on Robert Kirkman, uh, the walking dead, everybody out there. Um, he has written other comics though. There is one he's written called invincible, uh, which has been around longer than walking dead. Um, invincible basically is the story of a teen, uh, superhero whose dad is essentially Superman and he's like super brat. Right. So he, uh, Starts, you know, he's invincible, he can fly, super strong, all that kind of bullshit. Um, so he is just beginning his uh, crime-fighting career. Uh, you know, like Peter Parker age from uh, the most recent Spider-Man movie. You know, like yeah. 16, 17, 18, something like that. Um, so, but, uh, it's a standalone series. There's no tie-ins to other worlds. It's not DC or Marvel, any of that. Um, but I will say that I've read the first, God, there's fucking like 12 of them now. I think something like that. I think I've read the first four or five and they're fun comics, right? It kind of reaches back to that golden era of comics when they were just creating like Fantastic Four and and Captain America and, and X-Men and all that kind of stuff. It has that same kind of feel. It really is kind of a throwback comic book series. Yeah. Um, and that is becoming a animated series at Amazon. Hopefully an adult-oriented Amazon uh, animated series. We will see. Um, the... Reason I bring it up, and uh, I am hopeful that this is um, kind of indicative of, of how good the series is going to be, is the voice actors they've casted so far and released. Um, so right now we've got uh, Stephen Yun, Glenn from Walking Dead, and Carrie Payton, who is King Ezekiel from Walking Dead. They're both... Uh, in undisclosed roles. 
Um, but then there's also Zazie Beats, Clancy Brown, Zachary Quinto, Jason Manzoukas. God fucking damn the Greeks. Uh, Jillian Jacobs, Andrew Rannells, and Chris Diamantopoulos. <coughs> we'll see what happens. So, yeah, I looked at, you know, I recognize a lot of those names, uh, but Jillian Jacobs is in Community. That was her big thing. Uh, Andrew Rannells, uh, he's been in a bunch of movies, and same with Chris Diamantopoulos. Um, but everyone else I'd seen in other stuff or recognized the name, so I was like, wow, that's a pretty solid voice cast so far. Um, so, I mean, we will see. There's no... Uh, um, uh, release date announced, no, you know, any like series information beyond, um, this voice cast in, info, but, um, just keep your eyes peeled. If you're an Amazon prime subscriber, invincible will come out and I'm willing to bet it will be worth a watch. Okay. Speaking of voice cast, here we go. Lego Movie 2, the second part, saw a sneak preview last weekend. It's coming out, I think, weekend after next. Oh. There we go, Lego Movie 2. So... We'll see what happens with Lego Movie. Lego Movie is actually pretty funny. This one was reaching like I knew it would. There was too much singing. Uh, I didn't have the same vibe. Lego Movie was original and funny. There hadn't been anything like it before. By the time this one came around, there's been four movies now. So Legos. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't make it special anymore. If they just kept it these two movies they'd make more money but they have to just go okay legos are cool we have the technology let's make ninjago let's make lego batman let's make you know lego whatever the fuck so okay it's been five years since everything was awesome and the citizens are facing a huge new talent a huge new threat. Lego, Lego Duplo invaders from outer space wrecking everything. So, like, the veil's Duplo? been... Duplo blocks. So it's basically the little sister trying to play with the older brother. That's why they're being attacked. But it gives, like, they already pulled the veil back in the first one. So the, the originality's lost. You know what I mean? Right. You know that they're... You know it's a kid and a brother. Like, parallel universe yeah there's a kid there's a kid brother now yeah so it and now they're giving them sentient like now they're sentient when they're not being um played with which was dumb um i didn't like that you know that didn't make any sense right the kids give them life not they don't have their own life yeah, I, I mean, I can see where you're coming from, but the the conceit of the first Lego movie was when no one's looking, they're running around doing shit. No, so, they, no. then the first Lego movie, that's the only reason why there are movies, because all the kids are playing with them. 
Well, no, just the one kid, right? He built them. Yeah, he built them, then... and he was playing with them through the whole movie. That was him playing with the Legos the whole movie. You, you know? think so? Yeah, that was it. Well, that's the whole thing. It was him playing with the Legos the whole movie. It was all his imagination. Well, yeah. That, that's why it was all Rebuilding weird. Them, reconfiguring them from dads, I agree, but... I think there, you know, because there, there was the part where uh, Emmett was trying to move while Will Ferrell was using the super glue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Maybe that's true. Maybe. At the tail end, like uh, when you have the big hand back reveal, there's one point where Emmett is like on a desk and he's trying to. Uh, like jump off the desk to get to someplace else to save. Oh, Wild see, I don't Star. remember that. And uh, he's wiggling, and and Will Ferrell keeps looking over. Like, is he moving? He's not. Okay, I'm gonna keep doing my thing. Wait, is he moving? Like, he kept. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, I forget that. I forgot that. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't watch so the movie. I, I, I think there's an element of yes, it's the kid's imagination driving things, but even when the kid's not playing with them, there's something going on okay so it's like those army men in that weird that build their own forts and stuff and that weird scary tv show yeah like toy story you know you look away and they're running around doing shit yes (coughs) okay well this movie is a for the sequel two to five ear holes two to five eye holes two to five catchy songs or two to five, um, just oblivious Lego parts, or oblivious Emmets. Emmets is completely oblivious that he's in an uh, apocalypse. <clears throat> it's like, hey guys, how's it going? So I don't know. That was pretty funny. It, it, but then it was, eh. then I was like, hey, anyway. Uh, let's see. Oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to come out July 25th. That's the Charles Manson, Quentin Tarantino movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, Project Blue Book. Operation Paperclip. Paperclip. 1948. The Chit Whittle Encounter. Where they just encountered, uh, what was it that they, they didn't know what it was. Well, actually what they did encounter, which I don't know if this is true or not. They encountered a flying saucer, but it was from the government. Mm-hmm. Right? But it wasn't a flying saucer, it was just them testing a saucer-like object that had four, five huge... Um, like Harrier jet type, you know, propellers, right? This is 1948, and they're working with what's his face, not Oppenheimer, but the other guy, Braunheim or oh shit, uh, what is it? Von Braun? Yeah, Von Braun, Warner Von Braun. Yeah, so they're working with Warner Von Braun. They run into him, right? And he's like, "Oh, you don't want this," and like, "Come on, you just killed a bunch of fucking Jews." Right, and the military guy he's with just was one of the first people to come across all the concentration camps and shit. So he has all this hatred right now for the Nazi guy. Um, little like Littlefinger is the reporter. 
still. You know, the last they're trying to debunk all these old, you know, all the old whatever. So the last one was the Lubbock Lights. They still didn't debunk that. And they're just pushing all of the narrative towards military testing. That's what they're doing. But they did show an alien this time. Ooh. There was an alien inside of... Uh, I forget where it was. Maybe it's going to be Area 51 eventually. It's funny. It's a fun watch. You know, I like watching the show. I like mm-hmm. Littlefinger. <clears throat> That's a cool little mystery. You know, so by the end, they're forcing this <laughs> Air Force pilot to fly one of the uh, aircraft, the exper- experimental aircraft. Uh, and it's basically a flying saucer with a jet canopy in the front. Right? Mm-hmm. So when it takes off, it leaves a crop dust circle. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> So it's also the first um, sighting of the crop dust circle. Operation Paperclip. I think that in 1948 was the first sighting of it. Well, that, uh, yeah. That's what, that's from the show. I'm not saying it is. No, I, I know. I, but they do back it to... up at the end of the show with, it's on the History Channel. Because ancient aliens is so accurate. Well, I know, but they do back it up with, you know, with what they have, you know, as far as what they're going off of. Like, this is what we're going off of to make this Mm. episode happen. You know? So, like, okay, we're going, you know, this is what inspired this episode was, you know, this, this guy reported this happening, this reported that. You know? So it's pretty cool. I li- I like how they're reenacting what all these people saw. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I like about it. Instead of just going, oh okay, and picturing in your mind, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Give give me something. Let's see. Um, what did I give it? The Lubbock lights. So that was a a V shaped object with a bunch of lights flying over. Power went out. <laughs> Over Lubbock, Texas. And the paperclip one was crop circles and the alien. Right? No, and crops. Yeah, it was like the crop circles and just basically, heh, whatever. The aliens. All right, what else do we have? Ted Bundy tapes. Deadly class, I watched two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes. Two to five poison parties. It's all right. It's on sci-fi channel. Um, oh, what did I rate? Oh, whatever. <clears throat> Smilf. I'm watching that again. Season two. Uh, two to five ear holes, two to five eye holes, two to five soup face plants. Margot Robbie shares her first Birds of Prey image. Heh. It looks pretty lame. But James Gunn's going to direct it. Is he? No, he's doing Suicide Squad 2. Yeah, so... I don't know. I'll have to see it. Let's see it when it's done. 
From the pictures, it looks pretty lame. Yeah. And that's going to come out uh, February 7th, 2020. So we'll see. I don't know. Um, oh, it's also the uh, this week or within the last like this month was the the uh, anniversary of the Challenger exploding, nineteen eighty six. Yeah, where were you when that happened? I remember uh, we were watching that particular shuttle launch at my tiny little Christian school. Same here. We were watching like, it. Third grade, yeah. Uh, I laughed and I got kicked out of school. I got kicked out of the class. Oopsies. You know, I was like, oh, like that. <laughs> Rut row. I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of those, like, you know, instant reaction laughs. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> like, shit, oh. Yeah, no, we, uh, <clears throat> let's see, I would. I was in school and it was just a bit of. Uh, did they all start crying? Yeah, it was shocking. All really? Did they? Did you start crying? I don't remember if I cried. I might have. I don't remember. Did you? Like, here we go, guys. Uh, the challenge is going okay. up. To, here we go. Uh, <laughs> Christian McCulley, the first uh, teacher to go up in the uh, challenger. Sally Ride, man. Oh. Ride, Sally, ride on that. No, that was Christy McCulley. Sally, Sally Ride was the other one. On that mystery ship. Was it Sally Ride? No. I thought it was Christy McCullough. I'm looking at the crew right now. Give me a sec. Well, they don't just have a handy list of the crew. Yeah, Sally Ride was... Was she uh, the second one? Yeah. Mustang Sally? Was that her? (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Krista McAuliffe? Is that who you're trying to remember? Ride Sally Ride. It's Ride Sally Ride. Okay. Okay. So what was she doing? Sorry. Uh, yeah, it was Krista McAuliffe. Yeah, that's what I thought. There was another woman on that particular flight, Judith Resnick. Um, who cares about her? <laughs> uh, well, that's two females on the same flight. It's all about Christy McCullough. See what happens when you put a woman driving? It blows up. <laughs> Neither of them was the pilot. So wah, wah. Uh, she's like, hey, can I see the wheel? Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I can park it, I swear. <laughs> That's what happened. Ride, Sally, ride on your mystery ship. What? Ride, Captain Rex. Then on your trip Ride, Sally, ride 
on your mystery ship. Swear to God, I thought it was Ride Sally Ride. Maybe that's one of those, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? The, uh, Berenstein Bears. What about the Berenstain Bears? The Berenstain or Berenstain, what is it called? Berenstain. I know, but what is that called when the... Uh... Oh, the Mandela effect. Yeah, the Mandela. Nelson Mandela effect. I think that's what <laughs> happened here. It when was... your shoes are too tight, because you're in prison and you can't change your shoes. That's the Mandela effect. <laughs> yeah, Mandela. The Medea effect. Okay, so I swear to God it was Ride Sally Ride. Anyone else put that down here on the comments? No. Okay, so. Yeah, no, it's Ride Captain Ride for this song. And then there is a Ride Sally Ride, but that's Mustang Sally by What's His Bucket. Yeah, I'm not talking about them. Right. Not Mustang Sally, no. I'm talking about uh, these guys. Yeah, so she blew up. You know. Yeah, I remember being a kid and telling uh, my dad and my godfather a joke at the time. Well, you the, know, the seven uh, up. What, what, what color were the the astronaut size from the Challenger mission? <laughs> what? <laughs> one blue right and one blue left. <laughs> well, well, where did they go? Or where, no, where did they? Um, what color were they? What, what was that? Where, where did the astro- Where did the astronauts spend their vacation? All over Florida. <laughs> I got in so much trouble for trying. To was, I think the all over Florida, I think, is the best one. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> and uh, oh, what, what, what's your favorite drink? Seven Up. Um, I think that was it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All over Florida. And where did their eyes go? No, no. What color were the Challengers astronauts' eyes? One blue right and one blue left. See, how did that okay? But that's like almost talking in like um like native like a caveman speak. When you tell it right, one blue right, one blue left. Well, yes, but it's also alluding to the fact that they exploded. Oh. And one eyeball went one way and one went Where the other. did the eyes blow? I don't know. Uh, okay, yes. Yeah, so I think the that... joke I heard in like 1990, all right? Let's not overthink no, it. No, I'm overthinking it. <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I'm like, oh, one blue right. I say that all over Florida is the best one. Yeah, no, that's a good one. <laughs> okay, Zombie Land, Double Tap. That's yeah. the name. I don't know. I don't think it's going to come out very well. You don't think it's going to be as good as the first one? No. The first one was just a good movie because they weren't trying. It was just, bam, okay, here's a cool movie. Yeah. Now they're going to try, okay, let's get hashtag, let's get selfies with zombies. Let's get, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot of fucking, we're going to try and recapture that fucking magic. Yeah, that's the problem. Just leave it alone. I've seen their TV show they directed. It wasn't good. Mm. Yeah, so, see, I never watched that. So I don't have hope for that at all. 
Timothy Chalamet is going to be as uh, uh, Oster Isaac's going to be Timothy Chalamet's dad in the Dune movie. Yeah, which is kind of cool. I mean, they look a lot alike. They could be fucking dad and son. Oh yeah, totally. So hopefully he makes Dune a lot more uh, palatable than uh, David Lynch. No, oh, yeah. I mean, I will always love that David Lynch movie. <clears throat> that was a very interesting version of Dune to see as a kid, but um, it, it is not anywhere near what the book did. And I know that's not always a fair comparison, but in this case, it was the kind of, I've read the book, I've watched the movie, I, they're almost two separate things. Like, there's a little bit of overlap. Yeah. Not much. <clears throat> so, yeah, I, I'm hoping that they will um, hew a little bit closer to the book. Um, Maybe. Yeah, and I, I'm not saying they have to do, you know, s- scene for scene, word for word. Just they need to stay a little true to that source material. Yeah, that's true. And also they're going to do a, um, speaking of which, Blair Witch is 20 years old. Jesus Christ. That's 20 years old already. Uh, (laughs) Apparently. Peter Jackson is going to direct a a documentary about the Beatles using 55 hours of unseen footage. Yeah, I saw that. And, I mean, cool. Cool. We'll see what happens with it. He's going to splice it in with They Will Not Grow Old. <laughs> yeah. Put it 3D and put the Beatles like dead inside of pits. There we go. That's what he's going to do. He's going to make this 3D. I'll bet you. But I don't know what we're doing over here. We just went, hey, that sounds good. That's like the missing footage. They're farting. <laughs> Watching yeah. them drop acid. Yeah. That's just like jerking each other off. Uh <laughs> um, oh, Little Monsters is a zombie outbreak movie that takes place in a petting zoo. So we'll see what's up with that. Uh-huh. Is this like the next buddies movie or something? Uh I don't know. But Zack Snyder's next zombie movie for Netflix. $90 million budget. Uh, it's going to be a zombie heist movie set in Vegas. So people stealing money during a zombie outbreak? Why would you need to steal money if the world's going it, to shit? Exactly. At that point, why not just start stealing stuff like food and weaponry? Maybe that's what they're stealing. But I don't know. Zombie outbreak heist movie. I'm still in. You know, this is his first time back after his daughter killed herself. Oh, yeah. And it's not a DC movie, so it has a chance of being decent. Uh, Yes. You know, I still like his Iron Man. Or, I mean, his Man of Steel. Yeah, that was a good one. I will give you that. Um... I like a dark and gritty Superman. But the the ones that he has fully directed have been good. <clears throat> right. Oh, yeah, because uh, what was it? Batman versus Superman. That's when 
he had to step back and Joss Whedon stepped in, right? Yeah, that's when it was like co-directed and split around and just like just mungled. Mangled. Yeah. Mungled. Mungled works. It was mungled. Uh, oh, there's a Xtal VR headset, 5K. 5K? So you can blow your fucking eyes out of your head. Uh, where'd the... Um... Oh, Invisible Man movie coming from Lee Wanell, Upgrade director and Saw director, original Saw director. Mm. Uh, he's gonna, And it's not going to be in the universe. It's going to be... It's not going to be all the other... It's not going to no. be that stupid Tom Cruise... No, no, money. that's all dead. This is a standalone Invisible Man movie. Um, that could be cool. Um, yeah. What was that? Uh, they made that Invisible Man movie with Kevin Bacon, which was meh. But... Oh, yeah, yeah. the Invisible Bacon. Yeah. What was that? It was a Halloween or something Hollow like Man. That? De- deficit pick of the week, guys. The Hollow Man. The Hollow Man. Hey, I'm the Hollow Man. So Hollow Man, deficit pick of the week. Well, yeah, Zack Snyder. <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see what happens. If that ever happens. The Beatles. <laughs> yeah. That Peter Jackson one does sound interesting. Yeah, Peter Jackson doing the Beatles. That sounds cool. Oh, Dwayne Johnson confirms that he won't appear in Fast and Furious 9. Uh-oh. Oh. You know what that means. Vin Diesel's like, I don't want him here. No. And he's like, fine, I'll just make my own Fast and Furious movie that'll make more money. Yeah, really? Hobbs and Shaw. The trailer comes this week, guys. So when you hear this, you'll be have seen Hobbs and Shaw trailer. The first trailer's hitting. People are getting psyched. It's just basically two guys staring at each other. (laughs) And Stephen King's The Stand has been ordered to series. You know what that means. Yeah, it's on CBS All Access, so I won't be watching it. Yeah, unless CBS All Access goes over to Hulu. You have Hulu? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it might. Yeah. I doubt it, though. <laughs> uh, okay, where is the other? Oh, Wu-Tang Clan of Mike's. What is it? Oh, I, I was... <laughs> excuse me. <clears throat> I was just going to say that... Uh, they made that uh, stand miniseries back in, like, the 90s? Yeah. With uh, Dauber from Coach as the simpleton. Yeah, it wasn't that great. No, it wasn't. What was that? That was a two-part, four-hour miniseries, something like that. Ugh. <clears throat> yeah. The Jay and Silent, so, Bob, the Jay and Silent Bob movie's been give, started filming. Yeah, well, that'll be better than that stand miniseries from the 90s. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> we don't know, man. Some of his stuff's like I didn't like. A, I don't like a half of like uh, Kevin Smith stuff. You know, it's hit or miss. You know, I'm just not like. Oh, everything he puts out is gold. I'm sucking his dick. Oh, I want to be a podcast god like Kevin Smith and We're write movies. Suck, and, 
I want to be supposed to suck Kevin Kevin Smith's dick. I want to be I want to be funny and witty just like Kevin Smith. It's like stop it, just be yourself, okay? Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And then they're just, um, yeah. And Kevin Smith stuff is hit or miss. You know, it <coughs> is with me. I didn't like yoga hosers. I turned it off five minutes in. Oh yeah, no, I it wasn't even on my radar. Exactly, it was like ooh. But something that is on my radar: Christopher Nolan's next film, July seventeenth, twenty twenty. Untitled project will be released in IMAX. Dunkirk 2? Yeah, Dunkirk 2, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> right? They're on the beach dodging bombs, doing fucking headspins. Breakdancing. Those helmets are perfect for headspins, though. Oh, yeah. And Aquaman 2 is officially in development. Fucking shocking. Well, it made a billion dollars. Exactly. That's why it's fucking shocking. So, yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. Probably not. (coughs) They better do something, man, because that first one was like, oof. That was the epitome of a mouth breather movie. Mm. I I still have not watched it, but I'm sure I will. I've seen every other DC movie that's come out, but I'm not looking forward to this one. Mm, Well... You know, hopefully it works. But you never know. Wonder Woman's still their second best movie. Man of Steel's their first. Mm, I would tie them. Uh, I would say Man of Steel and uh, Wonder Woman are both top-notch movies. Both good popcorn flicks. But No, the third act of uh, Wonder Woman dies. Does it? That's, dude, think of the th- picture the third act of Superman and the third act of Wonder Woman. Okay. They're yeah. way better. Dude, Superman's destroying a city. Yeah, and Wonder Woman's breaking the neck of some sad little man who's taken super steroids. Yeah. Yeah, Superman, he's like an out-of-control alien who's just learned his powers, and he's fighting another super-powered alien. Destroying a whole city. Right. Yeah, it's insane. That's I love that movie when it came out. I think that was yeah. my number one movie of the year when that came out. Yeah, and that was the beginning of people complaining about there's too much collateral damage. These people are dying. Well, that's what happens. Yeah. What what do you expect when two superpowered alien beings duke it out in the middle of a major metropolitan area? I'm sorry. Yeah, when you bring it into yeah, when you bring it into reality, superheroes into reality like he was doing. That's what happens. That's you know, and then after that, they always have a scene in every superhero movie. Let's clear out the city. You know, before we start destroying it, like that ever goes smoothly, they're all dead. Right. <clears throat> and just, and um, there's so much collateral damage, like in the Fast and the Furious movies, they're killing people left and right in cars, and they don't even acknowledge it. There's a car smushed in the road from a tank, you know, and there's like, <laughs> oh, they're fine. Yeah, and the audience doesn't give a shit either. What? You know, the audience doesn't give a shit. No. 
I don't know. Okay, guys. What else you got before we get out of here? Unless you want to get out of here. Uh, do I have anything? I don't have anything critical or super interesting to talk about. All right. Who are our friends then? Oh, there's so many. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, the Horribly Awkward Podcast. We've got Geek Dig. Uh, Growing Up Not Growing Old, Big Papa Podcast, Bold and Belligerent, Ice in the Face, The Offensive Line, uh, Painted Black Podcast, uh, everyone over at BadSquadNetwork.com. Uh, go check them out. The uh, What do we got? Uh, the other Mike and Mike show, I think they're still around. I think so. Uh, uh, Knights of the Turntable. Knights I don't know the if they're Hunt. around. I don't Turn, know. Turntable's still putting stuff out. Oh, okay. Uh, Fearcast, Fifth Cast, Naked Porch Podcast, uh, Lo-Fi uh, Show. Here's a Noise. Um, uh, Horribly Awkward and Horrible Gamers Podcasts. Uh, do you, do you do Gungo? I did. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. Um, yeah, until next time. Later. I'm on a hit.